Hello. Hello. Um, uh, welcome you, back. Do you want to tell everyone your situation? <laughs> oh, um, so uh, welcome back. Um, I'm sorry if I sound different. So um, what I used to, which, like, the thing I used to record is my, like, how old is it? Almost six-year-old laptop. It's really old, and I just now updated it, and it's taken me four hours. I'm not exaggerating when I say it. it's taken me four hours to get it updated, and I'm still having issues with it. Yeah, well, <sighs> Windows 10 actually came out with a new version. In a way, yeah. like, they're coming out with bigger updates instead of making, like, a Windows 11 or whatever. Their new Windows is just going to be new updates. So, well, Sophia told me that she hasn't updated her laptop in a while, which is probably why it took so it's... long. And because your laptop is six years old, it probably just can't handle it. Like, so, are you telling me that I killed my own laptop? You may have. You may have. <laughs> you may need to, like, clean it out. I can do that, but please don't tell me I killed my own laptop. I can't okay, get I don't think right now. It may be really, really slow. Like, slower than it usually is. Oh my god. You can revert back to past ones, but uh, you're gonna make it extremely hard. Uh, okay. Uh, it should be fine. Honestly, <laughs> just, yeah, bring it in to class whenever you can and i can maybe fix it really i'm probably i'm gonna probably do that whenever we yeah. get together again um but yeah hello everyone welcome back to our ninth episode we're happy to have you let's not get copyrighted here but today um we're we're talking emo baby we are talking 2000s we are talking mcr panic at the disc we are talking emo baby because as as we mentioned before me and evangeline we're emos at heart yes we, we are we're are. oppressed emos oh hell yeah i said emos that's the emos. same thing at this point <laughs> so um Let's just start it out with how 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 did we get into this? How do, do we start? do I want to start like I can start, yeah. Okay. 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 Open scene. Open scene. <laughs> this is it is gonna be cinematic. Open scene. It is sixth grade. I am freshly new in middle school. Started a new school. It's weird. It's strange. Trying to fit in, you know? And you know, I used Pandora at the time instead of Spotify. And Gross. and one of the like radios that would play was a Minecraft parody radio, but <laughs> it wasn't really Minecraft parodies. It was more it played like Panic at the Disco, Fallout Boy, stuff like that. So that was kind of my introduction to it. And I liked a couple of songs like Actually, my first, I'm going to actually, actually, should I say this right now? Okay. The first emo song I've ever heard was Let's Kill Tonight by Panic at the Disco because I was an Animal Jam kid and anyone who's played Animal Jam or was like in the community knows there were things 
that were called Animal Jam music videos. And I'd watch those a lot. And I watched one for Let's Kill Tonight by Panic at the Disco, and I adored it. So that was kind of my introduction to Panic at the Disco. But, like, the music genre of emo in general was through that Pandora radio. Anyways, sixth grade, I, you know, I I had friends that were from my elementary school, but, you know, we kind of drifted away, and I found other friends and stuff like that. So, you know... And these friends happened to also listen to Panic at the Disco and stuff like that. And they kind of helped me. They kind of deepened that interest for the music genre. Like they gave me more more albums to listen to, more artists. And I was just full on engrossed. That's it. That was kind of sixth grade where I was listening to the part, but I didn't really look the part. Well, frankly, when I say look the part, I didn't look like your stereotypical emo kid. But if you saw me in class, you can tell that I was, you know, I was a little, I'm not allowed to curse on this, <laughs> this show, but you can tell that I was emo. Um, Seventh grade rolls around. Man, okay. I fall into a group of friends who are, and we were basically the emo kids. I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. We were the emo kids. They were the emo kids. I just kind of slid in through a mutual friend. And I had my dad for Christmas that year got me this galaxy jacket from Hot Topic. And I fell in love with it. And I would wear nothing but that jacket, a most likely 21 Pilots t-shirt because I was a huge 21 Pilots fan. I'm actually wearing a 21 Pilots t-shirt right now. (laughs) (laughs) And black jeans and Converse. I would wear nothing but that. And that time, like, I'm not gonna lie, that time of my life was one of the worst times of my life. But at least I had an okay music taste. That's a quote. That's a fat quote. (laughs) Like, I hated that time of my life. Like, worst mental state I've probably ever been in. Just terrible... But at least I had an okay music taste. And yeah. But around that time, I got more into Pierce the Veil, Sleeping with Sirens, Bring Me the Horizon of Mice and Men. I got into Attila, or Attila, however you pronounce it. I got into that at one point. It was way more heavier music that I was into, which frankly, I don't listen to them anymore because I'm like, that's too heavy for me personally. But got into that at one point. And, you know, my mom, I feel so bad for her because she had to deal with the brunt of Emo Kid Me. Emo Kid Me was a little, was a little a-hole. I'm not gonna lie. I was a little a-hole. Um, I was a jerk. I was like, mm, I want to slap myself. If I, like, if I ever met 7th grade me, I want to slap myself. But yeah, and then, I mean, I, I kind of grew out of that, like, mindset that I can only wear band tees and stuff like that in 8th grade. Where I started to expand my music taste a little bit more. Frankly, it was still a lot of 21 Pilots. But I kind of expanded more. And then ever since 8th grade, I've kind of stopped being, like, emo-emo. Like, you know, like, I don't really listen to the bands that I used to. Like, Panic! at the Disco, 21 Pilots, Fall Out Boy, all that jazz. I don't really listen to them anymore because I kind of expanded my music taste but I still go back to remember those days and 
yeah it's just it's a time of my life it would be like we would be here for so long if I were to explain just every single little thing and we would be here so long but that's kind of the general gist of like my my emo phase if you will mm-hmm. that that was more than I was expecting um wasn't expecting <laughs> the animal jam facet of it but um there's like it's like a like it's like an onion I have so many layers to it it all starts from animal jam I okay um <laughs> honestly for me same boat as in Sophia would sucker punch would curb stomp middle school me um would throw middle school me in front of a bus just to teach them a lesson um about how to not be an utter a-hole so i try not to think about middle school too much because like middle school doesn't well honestly anything through high school unless you like actually commit a crime like a serious crime um it's like it doesn't matter uh (laughs) but there are some aspects of it that do shape your life i guess one of those being, well, there actually has been studies done that, like, in, like, when you're 12, 13, and 14, the music that you listen to and get into at that time is the music you're going to listen to, like, for the rest of your life. Um, Legit? Which I feel, yeah, I mean, I can believe that because I still listen to the music. Like, I still have that music. Like, I bought that music and I listened to it. Um... And the music that I'm talking about is, of course, emo music. But um, in middle school was really when... I feel like middle school is when everyone gets into their music taste. Um, if you listen to music. I, I'm saying that because I know, like, some cultures, like, some religions, like, you don't listen to music. I've heard that. So I just... Yeah. Anyways. I don't know why I said that. Uh... I think in like end of seventh grade, I started discovering it and I, I really, I wish I remembered how I discovered Panic at the Disco. I really do. Um, but I did. And it, it was like right after they released Death of a Bachelor. And yeah. I listened to the entire discography. Listen to the entire thing. Then I went on to Fall Out Boy, Paramore, and actually, funny thing, I refused to listen to My Chemical Romance because I was, like, in denial about being emo because at my school, it was very, like, hippie kind of thing. Like, no one was emo. Like, that just wasn't a thing. It actually was a thing I found out, but, like, I didn't understand that like people just like didn't know about it kind of thing. No one got bullied by it by the way. Like I don't want to play that card or anything. It just some groups were more out there, some groups weren't. It just happens. But I actually refused to listen to MCR and then all of a sudden I listened to some of their songs like of course I knew some of their songs. But I think it was like Famous Last Words or something and I was like all right, that's it. I'm part of I'm part of it. I like it. Um, 
And so I just listened to all of these bands' entire discography. I actually got in trouble once for listening to um, Save Rock and Roll in my class. That was fun. And, like, in my eighth grade year, I... Oh, gosh. Eighth grade was really when I got more into the fandom part of it. And Sophia, I... uh, this I don't is know. When, listen, I forgot to mention something. <laughs> seventh grade was when I discovered what Wattpad was. Yeah. Yeah. So if you know what Wattpad is, then. Yeah. God help your soul. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Notice Smite. Yeah. <laughs> I would write down, like, Usually just, like, Emo Trinity, so that's MCR, My Chemical Romance, Fall Out Boy, Panic at the Disco, if some of you don't know. And then 21 Pilots, which is the Emo Quartet. Yeah. I would write down all of their birthdays on my calendar. I would, wa- oh, I would write down. Too. Okay, you did too. I would me write too. down. Okay, I, I don't know if you no, did this. This is Sophia. Sophia, wait, I have to no, finish No, no, hold up, hold up, hold up. I just want to say this thing. My mom walked in on me while I was doing that. And she was like, why are you writing down so many birthdays? And I was like, ah. Yeah, I, that same thing happened to me. I'm not even joking. I, they asked me why there were so many birthdays. And I was like, uh, and I just, I just moved the conversation over. I completely deflected. But I would also write down, like, their kids' birthdays. Um, that's weird. I didn't do yes, that. No, that's weird. That's really that's weird. Super weird. I would write down like I don't know why, but it was like I felt like I was leaving. Like I would write down like their wives' birthdays. I don't know because I just felt like I was leaving them out. Like it felt weird to put them, but not the like. It wasn't because I was obsessed with little kids. Okay, like let's not turn this. Get this twisted. I just, like, I felt like I was just leaving them out. I was like, they're part of the fandom, too. Like, they're part of the growth that these people have went through. So I just went overboard with it. And I would also write down album anniversaries. And whenever that day would hit, if I had a band t-shirt for that band, I would wear it. So if it, even if it was Sarah Yuri's birthday, I would wear a Panic at the Disco shirt that day. Like, I went, (laughs) I dove in. I belly flopped in. It it was so insane. I stopped doing that, by the way. Um, I've stopped doing that. I still have those band t-shirts, but I don't have their birthdays on my calendars anymore. So that was literally just a middle school thing. Again, I hate my middle school self. And I Me hope too. In, like not that any of these people would ever listen to this but just say someday they are i want to make it very clear i respect their privacy um and i'm not an one of those overboard fans and to those of you that are possibly listening to this and are doing that stop just stop stop doing it no seriously stop it's just no that it's goes for not- no. Okay, listen. That doesn't only apply to emo culture. That applies no, I, to any I, fandom. Just stop. 
just just stop like it's okay to be obsessed with something but like not there's like a certain line of obsession that you have to like stop yourself yeah definitely because it starts consuming and it starts like you start thinking it's like your entire personality and it's yeah. not um and i realized that like in freshman year probably like halfway through freshman year i just kind of like nipped it in the bud i was like i'm still gonna listen to these people i'm still a fan of these people i'm still a fan of their music but I, yeah no. No. you just gotta you just gotta know when to stop yeah uh because like i don't know why i did that because i borderline did it with marvel but not really um so I don't really know why I did it with these bands. It might have just been because they were bands and I felt like those emo bands were a lot more personable, I guess, and yeah. opened themselves up more to their fans than like a like an actual like A-list actor does. But um yeah, just advice. Here's the advice section. I think this is good advice. It's not crappy advice. I think it's good advice. If you're doing any of the things that I just listed as, like, too far, just stop doing them. It's going to be so much better for you. It's going to be so much better for you. I'm not trying to rip your childhood away from you, but I wish I just hadn't done that. Like, I'm happy, like, wearing my band t-shirts. I'm still happy listening to these bands, but, like, the point of obsession that a lot of people, like, went through with these bands, I wish it just, like, didn't happen. Because... It there's some people who go even further and you know are the regular like stalker people like it just it gets a little further and I understand now why people like stalkers just like in any sense like YouTubers whatever why they do it and don't think there's really an issue with it because they've already gone to the point like where the stuff they that they do beforehand like they don't realize it yeah. and a lot of the time it is like younger kids and it's i do feel bad when people are like you're insane you're crazy you need to stop and just like kind of harass the stalker and i'm not saying that like what those like those kids like need to be reprimanded like they need to have consequences this is getting really serious but like yeah. i don't know why it kind of went into this tangent you start like going down these rabbit holes like of obsession and then it just gets to the point where you don't even realize, like, what you're doing is really detrimental. Not just to the people that you're, or the thing that you're obsessed with, but, like, to yourself. Mm -hmm. So, to backtrack, just enjoy your things, but understand that there's a whole world out there. And it's not just the certain thing, whether it be a band or a book or a movie that you like. It's not just about that. It's about, like, the whole circle. Like, experience everything. Don't just limit yourself to that because you're going to get into a deep, dark hole. Mm -hmm. But that's where I kind of wanted to yeah. go with that. That got really intense, but um, I don't know. I just, that's something I wish someone had told my middle school self. Slash, no, like, same. Freshman. Yeah, definitely. But um, anyways, hot topic. <laughs> hot topic. Yeah. I still shop there. I actually went in there yesterday. I. Oh, it was really. It was. Oh my gosh. It was like crippling. Like I think that's 
not to minimalize like addiction but going in there was not a good idea i felt that listen man i i go to a mall near like with my dad pretty often because just like we like to walk around and stuff like that but i usually go into hot topic and box lunch and stuff like that it's just like hot topic is a is is just a relic of its time if you ask me Mm -hmm. it's it's still there but listen when seventh grade me walked into hot topic it's not the same as now it really isn't and not to say that i've been there at a at the height of the emo scene i was like you know but when all those okay wait wait i think we were our like age group like i think because i have a i have a brother who is he I've been told he was kind of emo. I think he lived through like the first height emo. Yeah. Um, oh my god. Yeah. It's a it's just passed down through the family. Um, I think our age group lived at the height of like the emo like resurgence. Like yeah, the new I, wave of emo. And yeah, now like it that. just hasn't happened. It hasn't like it's just it hasn't really come back to that point. I think we're just kind of like left. We're what's yeah. left of it, and we're like we're almost like not to say we're adults, but we've grown up. Like it's kind of like our guilty pleasure kind of thing because when we were in middle school, like middle schoolers in like the twenty maybe like twenty fifteen, late twenty fifteen to like early twenty eighteen. That was like the height of the emo resurgence, and then obviously, yeah. like early two thousands was the first like emo thing, um, which is interesting. Like, I'm kind of glad I lived through it. Not happy of the choices I made d- during it, but like, it's kind of cool to like know we were technically a part of it. Like, that's just how I see it. Because honestly, I've never. Obviously, there's kids who are still discovering like this type of music. And, like, the culture surrounding it, the emo culture or whatever. But it's just, it's not the same. Yeah. Not the same. There's not as much of a group aspect, I feel like. Um, but, yeah, Hot Topic. It, it's just, it's a store. It's, it's a store. Okay, yeah, if you guys don't know what Hot Topic is, I don't know. Because, actually... I talked to a couple of my friends, and I think that outside, like, America, they don't have a hot topic. Which I'm not surprised by. Yeah, but just so happens, like, if you guys don't know what a hot topic is, hot topic is a story. Oh, yeah, because we have that one listener from Jordan. Hey, hope you're still out there, man. Oh, wait, I but... got one. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry. I, I don't want to interrupt you, but I saw there was a listener from Ireland. Yeah! Oh, hey, is that your okay? Yeah, is it one of my friends? It could be one of my friends. It, it could be. I mean, it's not going to tell me the user, hey, but hey, listen, if one of you guys are at me on Discord, I want to know who's listening. <laughs> um, but um, Hot Topic is a store in the mall. Well, actually, it's a branch of stores. Um, yeah, that 
specializes in pop culture merch and stuff like that so a lot of the times when you go in there you'll see like anime stuff harry potter hobbit banties like um, oh, like so every, many like, so many banties cartoons video games it's pop like a pop culture store and hot topic mostly rose to fame for providing emo like emo kid gear i guess that's like what like yeah. what i could like back in the day they had the studded belts they had oh they still have those yeah but like i'm talking about like back then like they had the the, the purses they had the leg warmers which i mean they still have all these things but not at my location for some reason but ever since the the kind of emo scene the intense you know like that first wave died down they've kind of fell into more like Basic. They fell more to the pop culture side than the emo side. Yeah, like I know, like it became like I'm not using this as an insult when I say basic, but it just did feel like fall into more of a basic, like audience, if you will. Yeah, which that's not a bad thing. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. It's a business at the end of the day, but you know, just so you have an idea. Um, but it's still around. In fact, they've exp- ex- they've expanded. They've opened a different branch of stores called Box Lunch. Yeah. And Box Lunch is basically the pastel old like younger sister of Hot Topic. Um, more brighter. They cater to more Marvel, DC, Harry Potter, more anime, more Disney. It's just kind of more of a brighter store. So if you want to go get like merch from Hot Topic. Mine, and you don't want band merch, but you still want to go to Hot Topic, and your mom is iffy about going into Hot Topic, go to Box Lunch. Box Lunch has Animal Crossing merch. I have one of the Tom Nook button-ups. It's actually really good quality. Anyways. Um, yeah. I don't yeah, know where I was going I, with this, but Hot Topic. Yeah, I, I, it was so bad for me yesterday because I need to save up for um, yeah, I get it, the man. upcoming convention. Yeah. But uh, they had it. They oh, had it. Did you remind me now that I'm having laptop issues? I'm like, oh, I need a, I need a pile. No, we have a convention coming up. They had a panic shirt, and it was in the stock. It the it just a panic at the disco, but it was the a fever you can't sweat out like typography, t- like the font, and I just. It was so, and they had they had one of those. They always have a buy one get one fifty percent off banty. I feel like whenever you go in there, but it was so tempting. It was so tempting, but I just I wasn't willing to drop like thirty five forty yeah. bucks on some t shirts. I just I wasn't willing to do it at that time. But ugh, <sighs> it was. It brought back a lot of memories. Actually, the t-shirt that I'm wearing right now I got from none other than Hot Topic. Uh, I'm actually wearing a box lunch shirt right now. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, but now that we've kind of got over like the, not the aesthetic, but like the look, the look of an emo kid, you know? Or, you know, where you'd go to, you know. How about we get into the culture? Now the culture of an emo kid. Uh-huh. We're talking about are the, the resurgence since that's where we're from. That's like what we know about. We mm-hmm. had we had YouTube. And now I'm not yeah. talking about old school YouTube. We have this new school YouTube. And we got 
and we had a more better grasp of social media and kind of internet culture that it kind of actually why don't you explain it well i think what's really interesting about it in that range that those few years that i mentioned previously is that first off i i'm not on instagram i'm not actually like on twitter the only things i'm on are like tumblr and reddit that's what i go on mainly um and those aren't even like social media sites they're just other aspects of the internet that i like but youtube YouTube was really, like, (laughs) what I was saying about interesting is that, like Sophia said, there was YouTube back when these emo bands were going on tour. And these interviews and all of the old videos that they've participated in, whatever, are generation kind of took that that already like set material and really just brought it back to life in a whole new way and one of these ways was a certain genre of videos as we like to call them crack videos uh emo bands on crack emo bands on crack uh they they really were the bread and butter of emo kids. They really were. They emo really were. Kids. And did they... I mean, I guess... I mean, to be honest, some of them are still funny now. But it's funny, like, just the... The things that were joked about and, like, all the time were just... It was bizarre. Like looking back at it, it's bizarre. Yeah, that's definitely. Definitely. Like, I mean, people would make, I mean, one user would make like 50 of these videos. Like, emo bands on crack, one, two, three, four, five. We'd gobble that up. Yes. And the way I, as Sophia said, gobbled it up <laughs> was through, and I just want to give this man a shout out because really he was. This YouTuber, he doesn't make these t- co- this content anymore. He's gone on to, like, actually have a music career, which is cool. Is Crank That Frank. Oh, boy, Crank That Frank. He really, like, emo resurgence kids, that's what I'm going to refer to it as now, really just flocked to him. Like, he was a guy who was there for the OG. He was an OG emo. And he just... Yeah. He just started his YouTube channel and was like, hey, come here. And we we came. We, we just flocked. And man. It was a great time. It was a great time. Like, I remember, like, I just remember looking forward to watching every single one of his videos. Me too, man. He was, I, like, he wasn't really, like, a, a creator that, like, I was, like, as big of a fan of as Oh, I forgot to mention a little aspect of my emo phase. I was a huge Dan and Phil fan. But um, who yeah. wasn't? Um, well, I, I'm going to be honest. Like, that was one that I, I really wasn't. I maybe subscribed to them for, like, a few months. And I was like, uh, this isn't my thing. 
Yeah, but um, <laughs> he was kind of a creator that I would kind of leave for a couple of like weeks or months, and then I'd come back and binge all his content and be like, "Yeah, this is good stuff." But he really, he really provided all the content for the resurgent kids. I'm not gonna lie, he really did, and like it, it's so weird to see like, um. <laughs> Like, uh, by the way, we're not going to get into any, like, controversial things about any certain band members that are said in this episode. I, we're not lawyers. We're not involved with it. We're just saying their names. So before any of you flock to whatever, just, we're just, we're just trying to relay our experience. Um, but one thing that was, like, <laughs> funny was, like, him getting, like, recognized by people like Brendan Urie. Yeah. Like, that was, that's, like, what I'm talking about with, like, just the connection between these band members and the fans is very, like, it's not close, obviously, because we're not, like, in the same town. We're not talking to them every day. But it is close. Like, it's closer than I feel like a lot of other people are. And I don't know, maybe it's me because I'm not, like, I don't know. For example, Britney Spears. Yes, the Britney army is very, like, aggressive and we're here to support Britney and everything. But it's not, it's not as, like, personable and that's nothing against her character obviously it's just that she's kind of on this whole another level where it's more it's there's less of a connection there's still a connection obviously or we wouldn't be listening to her music but it's not like as like are the ariana grandes and the lady gagas and that kind of thing like it's just a whole different connection than there is between like fallout boy and the fans and my chemical romance and the oh, yeah, fans definitely. and disco and the fans like there's just the barriers there's not as many barriers in my opinion which you know it can have a lot of consequences but i think it's also produced a lot of good and one of those things is just like the simple thing of like crank that frank who we watched every day almost being recognized by brendan freaking yuri like that's just collision of two worlds but really it's like it's together i don't know i think that's why a lot of kids like us were so attracted to it because i said this before and i don't want to be repetitive but it's just like it's just the it the person to person like connection it was a lot stronger in that yeah um but yeah emo bands on crack wow I I want to go back and watch some just to see, just to see what was I what what was just why. I yeah I just maybe like we think that was way bigger than it actually was. I don't know, but I it just like I know the on crack genre was a really big thing at one point. Oh no, it was like Marvel had it too, but I just feel like emo bands like. That's no, what, like, it was on the different. top. Like, that was the cream yeah, of the definitely. crop of crack videos. Um, Man, that's, I, whenever someone says cream of the crop, I just, I, it makes me feel weird. Sorry, I just. Oh. 
Like, it makes me think of, like, cream of chicken soup or something like that. <laughs> what? Okay. Um. <laughs> um. Well, I guess if we're on the of Mimi kind of stuff, I hate that I just said that. Mm. Um. Favorite emo meme. Now, that's hard. That's very hard. Oh, definitely. Um. You gotta let me think about this one for a minute. Um. Man, okay. Listen, now that you say like meme, I can't really think of any that like. Like I, I just guess can't emo think of memes any. that stand out. Okay, so like for me, like oh my gosh, like I'm talking about like cheese whiz, cheese whiz. <laughs> cheese whiz. <laughs> no, but I got some cheese whiz. Quirky b, b roll. Quirky b roll. I mean, even though that wasn't him, like, Ryan Ross in Panic, but, like, that's still an emo meme. Um, Jeez, was. Now you, now, sorry, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be like, wow. There was a yeah. time in my life where I just, cheese was. Oh, I thought that was, was, like, the height of comedy. Um. <laughs> um. Like, all the 21 Pilots jokes, those were horrible. Oh, yeah. Those were horrible. Well, that wasn't even, like, the fandom making them. It was the interview. And it was it was yeah. so bad. It was bad. It was bad every time, and we would just clown on them. Every time. Man. I just... This is, like, bringing me... Just bringing... Like, really bringing me back to the time I know. Where it was just, like... Man... I, I mean, I don't know if we want to get into this, but I was I was a very avid fanfiction reader. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah, I think we all were. It's not, not really something I can hide, but. And I remember sitting on Wattpad at like two o'clock in the morning. And I was, you better believe I was reading those fanfictions. And you know what? I got my, I like, I texted my best friend about it. And I was like, you should read this. Why did I do that? <laughs> Wait, sorry. What fan? What fanfic? Um, I never really told anyone about this. Like, only my best friend remembers. But, um, there is this, there was this one. Uh, Twenty One Pilots fan fiction. No, it's oh, not the forest. Oh, it's, for it's not. No, it's not the forest fic. Uh, oh, okay. no! <laughs> Are we gonna talk about the milk fic? Oh no! <laughs> I feel like we did. How did we even miss? I think like the milk fic was so traumatizing that like it's not the it's. Oh, the milk fic. Oh, my God. You know what I think is so, like, I don't know if great is the right word. It's obvious, like, majority of the fandom hated it. You know, like, we didn't like it, so we just made fun of it. Because the person who made it, I don't know their name, and I don't really want to remember what their name is, is a vile human being, by the way. Um... But I think what's so great what the fandom did with it is we basically turned what someone thought was their best piece of writing, um, really just was their Italian chef's kiss of whatever their career was, and we just turned it into an entire joke. Oh, yeah. 
We turned it and we just clowned on it. We turned it into an entire meme. And, and like, I'm Brendan Yuri like references it in his vibes uh-huh. and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that fan fiction was like a Twenty One Pilots fan fiction, but like it was cowboys. Oh, it was really weird. Oh, it also remember reminds me. Um, so back when Su- Suicide Squad was coming out, Suicide um, Squad, and Twenty One Pilots made a song and it got leaked. Oh yeah, <laughs> and um. Anyways, um, someone made like a suicide Suicide Squad. Sophia, Sophia, it's coming back to me. No, Suicide Squad is why I became you. Legit, legit. Because <laughs> I listened, I listened to Bohemian Rhapsody, the cover by Panic at the Disco. And then all this other recommended stuff came on. And oh, what? Man. I was. You know, I think I forgot it because that movie was so bad, but. Suicide Squad is with me. <laughs> oh, no, that that's something you can sue them for. Oh, that's so that's so bad. It's so bad. Wow. Wow. I I can't believe. I don't know. I can hear the five stages of grief in your voice. I can. I really can. Well, that's yeah. You heard it here. You heard it right here. I just had like I had amnesia, and then you said Suicide Squad, and it just like woke me up. All slid back. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, it. Who? Wow. Okay. Um. <laughs> well, how about let's? Cause yeah, we still have about like twenty minutes left. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to talk about our favorite like albums, albums, and I just want to go first because go ahead. I adore. I worship a fever you can't sweat out. That is such a staple. It's not only a staple, but it is one of the best albums I've ever heard. You're right, and you should say it. Thank you. Ryan Ross, as a lyricist, is amazing. Like, he's Shakespeare. He is... Okay, maybe that's a little far, but... (laughs) His lyrics are... Just on another level. The composition of every single one of those songs is just unbelievable. Like, I mean, the way they mix the vaudevillian, like, the old-timey, like, kind of sounding music, that circusy, with, like, the pop-punk, emo, like, electronic, 
music that I wow wow how it just fades in it transitions into it it transitions from you know emo to circus like I mean I it's just an experience like I can never listen to that album I'll listen to it on shuffle if it's like the songs are scattered throughout a playlist. But if I want to listen to that album, I will never listen to just that album on shuffle. I have to listen to it from beginning to end. Yeah. Because it just heightens the experience. That album is the reason why I wish I was born in a different time. <laughs> you were born in the wrong generation. That's the album that made me say I was born in the run in generation i don't care how cringy that phrase is it's true and that is my favorite i i know i said i was i'm a britney stan i know i said i'm a britney stan but a fever you can't sweat out is my favorite album of all time and i will i mean it's been that way for the past you know four or five years so case closed Sorry, I'm going to terms right now that I have that I probably have to get a new laptop, and I'm personally experiencing five stages of grief <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, but my favorite emo music. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go by band because I have I had a lot of bands I listened to. Um. Um, so we're going to start with Panic. I stand by this when I say Vices and Virtues is one, if not the best Panic album. Fever is up there. I cannot deny Fever is objectively an extremely good album. But Vices and Virtues is one of the best Panic albums. Listen. The the emotion. It's very weird. It's a weird album. There's a steampunk vibe to it, and I adore that so much. And it's just one of my favorite songs off of that is Bittersweet. And I also like I can't not like Let's Kill Tonight. It's what first got me into everything, so I can't can't knock into that. Um, Fallout Boy. I'm gonna say this right here, right now, and I don't care what anyone says. Mania was a good album, and I love Mania. Mania is my favorite Fallout Boy album. I said it. It's my favorite Fallout Boy album. Oh wow, okay, that's a strong statement. No, that's yeah, a strong. It statement. is my favorite Fallout Boy album. I wait. Can I say my favorite Fallout Boy album? No, you can't, Evangeline. Okay, my no, favorite one is Fallout I Do. Oh, you know, that's valid. I, I just love that one. It's, um, it's nice. And then when we... Okay. So, oh, my favorite song off of Mania is Stay Frosty, Royal Milk, Royal Milk Ooh, Tea. Oh, that's good. Chef's Kiss. Very good song. Um, MCR. I like all their... Like, I like all... Okay, this is going to be a very controversial statement. I like all their albums except Bring Me Your Bullets. I... I said it. What? I don't like... I don't like bullets. Why? 
I don't know. I just, I find it so unlistenable. Like, I can't listen to it. I, but I like, wow. I like okay. every single other album. Okay. But I cannot listen to Bullets. It's, wow. I don't know why. I just can't. And also Gerard's Way solo album. So Ooh. good. Oh, oh and Patrick's solo album. Oh, oh absolutely. Soul punk? Mm. Soul punk abs. Oh, chef's Kiss. So good. Um, so good but my favorite mcr album or song is actually kill all your friends from their welcome to the black parade live b-side i think oh that is my favorite mcr song i have no idea why but it's I just it's so good i don't even know what my favorite mcr song is like there it, i mm, i don't have one like i don't have a favorite song oh good like i just I could never choose. Exactly. Like, but like, I don't know. Kill All Your Friends just really appeals to me for some reason. And then we got, okay, 21 Pilots. I don't listen to them much anymore because they were, this is, I was going to say when you were talking about that obsession thing, 21 Pilots is one of those things where I obsess too hard. And now I, I just, I just can't bear to look at it anymore. Like, I don't listen to their music at all. Like, sometimes... Sometimes, like, if it pops up on Shuffle, maybe I'll listen to it. But other than that, I do not listen to it anymore. That being said, yeah. it's a little bit weird because my username that I use on, like, all, like, my platforms yeah. stuff is a 21 Pilot song. <laughs> and there was this one time where I was in one of my friend's server and someone, like, replied to me and they said, oh, are you a 21 Pilots fan? I'm like, oh, I used to be. Why is that? And then it clicked for me that... My name, my username is a, is a 21 Pilot song. Yeah, that would, yeah. And I hate that I coined that for, per, like, I personally coined that because now when I hear that, I my mind doesn't go to the, the song. It goes to, like, my username. But, yeah. Um, now we're going to, okay, Pierce the Veil. I haven't listened to other albums. I listened to, um... I forgot what they're called. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm going to look it up. I listened to a few artists. Okay. I listened to Collide with the Sky and Misadventures. Um, Oh, and their their, um, Green Day cover, which that's pretty good. Oh, we're going to get into All Time Low later. I love All Time Low. Um, but I like, for, personally for Pierce the Veil, I like King for a Day. Just because that has Kellen Quinn in it, and I think Kellen Quinn and Vic Fuentes have very good chemistry as, like, artists. I think By that their the voices... Way, yes. Sorry. Um, I did not get into those bands. Oh, we poor thing. Hmm. Uh... <laughs> You could have at yeah. least listened to All Time Low. All Time Low is so good. Yeah, All Time Low. I don't know why, but All Time Low, like Pierce the Veil, Sleeping with Sirens, like I just never. Yeah. Well, yeah. sucks for you, I guess. I, but- <laughs> I, think, I, I think I was okay. Um. Um, and then Sleeping with Sirens, I really liked. I liked their, like, more aggressive music i guess like if you can't hang and um what's the other song 
it's all blanking now that like I because I haven't listened to all this in such a long while um but there's another it's like there's like a really aggressive song and then there's the strays the strays is a really good I've never listened to one certain album I just listened to a bunch of songs and then all time low all time low I've listened to their whole discography I think they're such a good band their new album uh I think it's called rise and shine uh, it's so good. They have this song called Monsters on it, and it's so good. And I'm not saying, listen, I'm just saying, I'm not going to say they are going to listen to it, but Alex, if you're out there, I love you so much. Yeah. Um, and then I think that goes for, oh, oh, my favorite all-time low album is Nothing Personal. And that concludes me listing off all the bands I used to listen to. I think. Oh, wait, we didn't... Bring Me the Horizon. Oh, I never got into that either. Yeah. Didn't really listen to them, like, intent intensely. Like, I never listened to... Like, if I... Like, I listened to all their albums. I just never really digested it. Mm-hmm. But I liked True Friends. That was a really good song from Spirit. I think that album was called Spirit. But, yeah. Um... That was that was the music I listened to. You know who I really loved Paramore. I I this is I never I listened to like a couple of songs, but I never really got into Paramore. I I love Paramore. Like Riot is such a good album. It like Misery Business put that on full blast. Um, also one song which. Not to be basic, but Blurry Face is my favorite 21 Pilots album. Like, I feel like most Valid. people, it, like, I, I just, it's a good album. I like um, Regional at best a lot, even though that's, like, unreleased or whatever. I yeah. still really like it. Um, like, Doubt. I don't know why, but, like, that's always been one of, like, my favorite songs by them. Um, I liked, I liked Glowing Eyes. From Regional mm. and Best. That's a really good song. Um, and like, I gotta listen. Oh, I forgot to mention something else. Man. Um, so I started to play the ukulele just because Tyler Joseph did. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people did. Yeah, so I have a ukulele. I know how to play it. I don't play it that often anymore because of kind of... I've realized I'm not musically inclined. I can't write songs. I can't really do anything with my ukulele so i don't really play it but i know how to play most of the 21 pilot songs and it just it just hangs on my wall as like i don't know conversation starters or whatever <laughs> as if like i have people over all the um i mean yeah i mean like that's pretty much just emo culture like it it like this really did bring back like just very nostalgic. It really is. I no, I well, I did like say a joke about it. I don't I don't know if I really want to bring it up though. It's on the talking points. We haven't talked about it yet, but I just I don't know if I really want to bring it up because it's just like um yeah, no, y'all don't need to hear about that. Uh <laughs> Well, I mean, is there anything to really, like, discuss about it? I think we were... Like, yeah, we were... 
we were we were like like it probably it's not that obvious how intense we were as emo kids but we were pretty intense emo kids yeah like i'm not gonna sugarcoat it like are there some regrettable things i did because of being definitely a lot um but it's it's a lot i think good like the bad has like shedded away and like the good is kind of like of what that time was has like remained in me that's a little like i'm 14 and this is deep but um sorry i just i realized sorry my laptop's stressing me out a lot right now i just realized (laughs) all the stuff i have to do if i ever get a new one but um no yeah i definitely like Again, like I said, that time of my life was such a bad time in my life. Like, I had the worst mental state ever. But at the same time, I kind of look back on it and see how much, like, I guess I've, like, how much I've grown since then. Not really, Mm -hmm. like, I think me as as a person, as a character has grown a lot. I've actually had, I actually developed a personality. Yeah. (laughs) but um yeah but like I look back on that time like I still have like I have a 21 pilots hoodie I wear all the time like it's my favorite hoodie I wear all the time and like my best friend when she moved away she gave me her 21 pilots hoodie and like I hold that very dearly to me um so you know obviously like (laughs) but listen if I ever had to go back in that time I wouldn't I would not I do not yeah no no um oh actually um i forgot to mention this but it was so weird going to like a panic at the disco concert because like everything you had dreamed about had pretty much just like come to life and it was a bunch of people who were just like you sitting behind their phone screen and like watching emo bands on crack replaying all of the albums just there like having the time of their life it yeah i just wanted to like add that in i I forgot about it but i didn't forget about it i wasn't fortunate enough to go see any of my band or any of my favorite bands in concert which honestly good because if i did i probably i would i probably wouldn't have grown out of that like really toxic (laughs) state of like obsession so i'm kind of glad i didn't but yeah yeah um in conclusion we were emos yeah um i think that's about it uh thanks for listening to this episode and we will catch y'all next time yeah um bye bye we'll see you next week